Hey guys, welcome back to Starring Milan in the podcast. I forgot where the fuck I was. <laughs> welcome back to my podcast. Hashtag Milana Monday. Thank you for starting your week off with little old me. Um, I am little and a bitch is getting old. So thank you. If you're new here, welcome. This is a weekly podcast released every single hashtag Milana Monday. And here we have three segments. The first one is called BTS, where we kind of catch up with my previous week. The second segment is called Talkworthy, where we pick a few things going on in the media. And we try to offer a different perspective. And the third segment is called Dropping Gems, where we pick a topic of the week and we drop a few gems. Also, if you're new here, there is a uh, visual to this podcast. I know. So exciting. Visit youtube.com forward slash starring Milana. Make sure to subscribe, like... What else do people do on YouTube? Give this video a thumbs up. All the good shit. Um, and if you're listening on the podcast app, make sure to leave a rating and a review. And, of course, subscribe. You can also follow me on social media, on Twitter and Instagram, at Starring Milana. And I'm just going to start off this week by saying, like, last week I was a hot mess express, but this week I'm a shit show. And I'm going to fully admit it, and I don't know if it's going to get better or if it's going to get worse from here. I feel like I'm just going down, downhill, like, fast every week. And Mercury is in retrograde. I don't know if that has something to do with it, but Mercury's, like, always in retrograde. When the fuck is that planet out of retrograde? Retrograde. What's a virtual grade? Whoa, we might as well just combine the fucking words. It's always there. It like lives in virtual grade. I mean, really, this is crazy. Uh, when are you out? This is why Mars is my favorite planet because it's never in retrograde, not that I know of. And if it is, it's probably like once in a lifetime, which means it's like so unique. Does Mars go in retrograde? I don't know. I don't know anything about planets. Why is Mars my favorite? I don't know. It sounds the coolest. Is it the third planet? We're the third planet. Wow. <laughs> How did I get through? <laughs> I don't believe in planets because Pluto, Pluto was a planet and then it wasn't. So, like, I don't really know if I believe in planets. Do you? I don't know. Is, what, is the Earth round? I don't know. Is it flat? I don't know. I haven't seen it. Do I want to see it? No. I'm all set. I, I like the ground. Um, yeah. Anyway, Mercury, fuck you. So, uh... Let's get into behind the scenes, I guess. This is a BTS segment, and my week was fine. It was fine. I went to Michigan, like I told you guys on last week's podcast. You know, something about Michigan. When I land in Michigan, I, like, crave a beer. It's really weird. It's like the Midwest. I don't know why. All I want to do is drink beer and Bloody Marys and just all the good Fat stuff, I guess. Um, let's, you know what I think is the most fascinating thing when people are like, yeah, I just, you know, traveled here or there. I just landed. I'm always like, what'd you watch on the plane? And I'm going to tell you what I watched, whether you care or not. So I watched a few things. I uh, decided to watch The Wife, okay? So that was one of the movies that was nominated for the Oscars with Glenn Close. And I have to tell you, a few flights before this, I don't remember when, but I watched The Favorite. And now at this point, I think I've pretty much seen every movie where um, that we're nominated for best um, like leading, actri- leading actress. And remember that 
the woman from The Favorite, Olivia Coleman, won the Oscar. So I was like, you know what? I need to watch that movie because I saw all the other movies and I didn't see The Wife or The Favorite. And I watched them and I was like, Glenn Close was good in The Wife and Olivia Coleman was good. But I still think Lady Gaga did incredible in A Star is Born. I don't know. I think that from all the movies I've seen, she should have definitely won that award. I know I'm late, but I just had to share that with you guys. So I watched um, The Wife, and then I also watched, because it's a four and a half hour or five hour flight, I got to watch uh, What Men Want. That's what it's called, right? With Tarashi P. Hansen, where she can like, yeah, uh, yeah. So it's the remake of What Women Want from like, whatever, a few years ago. Anyway, hilarious. Not like even corny, like just really fucking funny. Like obviously we know what the movie's going to be like. Like we've already seen the first one and you think it's going to be like super corny and stuff. No, it was like really, really funny. I really liked it. And if you're on a plane and have time to waste, that's a high recommendation. And then on the way back, I watched all four parts of the case against Adnan Syed. And that one really hurt my heart. Um, So I've been wanting to watch it for a while. I saw the previews for it on HBO. And basically, it's a four-part docuseries of a... I mean, he's a man now, but he was a a young kid at the time. He he had just turned 18 when he was um, taken to jail and convicted of murder, murdering his ex-girlfriend in Baltimore. Uh, He didn't do it. And all of the, you know, investigations and everything obviously made, like, if you watch it, you'll see that there are no clues that, like, indicate that he did it. So basically his best friend in high school um, told the police that he saw Adnan bury her and that Adnan admitted that he murdered her, but he didn't. And his best friend said that to get off on a marijuana charge because the cops were like, oh, we're going to put you away because you have so much marijuana on you and you were selling it and this and that. Um, You just have to watch it. It's really sad. They did DNA testing. None of his DNA was anywhere near the the site. And, you know, this happened in 1999. And people kind of, like, were fighting for him. A lot of people forgot about it or didn't even know about it until a podcast came out, I think, in, like, 2005 or something called Serial. And um, they really investigated this um, whole case. And they went in so deep that they found things that the prosecutors never did, um, that his attorney never did. So it's definitely worth your time. They're only like one hour long um, episodes and there's four parts. And I think it was great. And, you know, I just, um, I wish the best for him. And, you know, and obviously, um, I think her name was Heyman Lee and she passed away and peace for her family as well. But I, I really enjoyed it. And, I think you guys should watch it. You know what I didn't watch and I said I was going to watch and I didn't because I suck because I'm a shit show. Um, The Central Park Five. I feel, I know, I was supposed to watch it when I was in Michigan. I didn't get around to it, but I need to watch it. I need somebody to watch it with me so I'm not the only one depressed. I know. I know. Misery loves company and I don't want to be alone. I need some company. So I got to make like my boyfriend or maybe like me and Lena will have like a wine and tears night and we can watch it. Um, is that what it's called when they see us? What did I call it? No, no, I think there's that one too. That's what it's, that's what it is when they see us. Oh, it's about the Central Park Five kiss, but it's called When They See Us. Wow, I'm so sorry, guys. Fucking everything up left and right. Um, anyway, so that's what I didn't watch. Uh, what else happened? So Michigan was great as usual. 
Okay, remember I was telling you guys that I've been using a new deodorant and that I needed to try the deodorant on a plane and that was going to be the true test of like if this deodorant really works because you're in a tight confined space and your armpits are like basically closed because you're right next to someone and like they're not getting any air. Well, the deodorant works. This is the best news I've ever like heard in my life. This deodorant works. I tested it. I, I was the test dummy and... I'm in shock. I have never had an organic deodorant that works this well. It really is 72 for 72 hours. Like I laughed when I saw the bottle, but it really does last for 72 hours. You get no odor and you still sweat. I want people to understand that you still sweat. It doesn't, it's not an, wait, is it antiperspirants that make you not sweat? You still sweat. It's not an antiperspirant. Perspirant. Perspirant? It's not an antiperspirant. You do definitely sweat, but you don't smell. And it's like a miracle. It's this tube. It's called Lumi. And it comes in a tube and you apply it like lotion. And this is not a fucking ad. And I wish it was because I wish they would pay me because I really support them. But this deodorant works. So if you're looking for an organic deodorant, I would advise getting this one. It's called Lumi. What else happened this week? Oh, so I came home from Michigan and I got a check in the mail. Um, and it was from like a settlement, okay, that I didn't even know I was a part of. And I Google, it was like for $72. I started Googling the settlement. I'm like, what is the settlement? Like, what what is this? And basically, some guy received in his mail a cl- from Clarion Labs, he received a bill. And the bill said like past due, but you could see it kind of through the envelope, like the envelope was kind of thin. And I guess there's some law where you're not allowed to, uh, companies aren't allowed to send past due um, like mail for, and it's not supposed to be seen. You can't put it on the envelope. It can't be seen through the envelope. Like it's for basically the protection of the customer or the person, you know, you don't want your neighbors and everyone knowing around you that maybe you couldn't pay this bill or whatever the case is, but you can slightly see through their bill, like through their envelope that his bill was passed due. And I guess it's some sort of law that it's not, you're not allowed to. So he sued Clarion Labs and they like settled for an undisclosed amount. And after they paid the attorney fees and after they, um, paid him off, they had to give money. It's a class action suit. They So even if, if you didn't opt out of it, you received money if you used that lab from like 2004 to 2011 or I don't even know what years. But basically, I got money. I didn't do anything. So I'm glad I didn't opt out of it. I just like completely ignored it. $72, I'll take it. Okay, guys, I'm bored again. Last time I was bored, I got my ears pierced. No, first time I was bored, I cut my hair. Second time I was bored, I got my ears pierced. Now I'm really bored and I don't know what to do with myself. It's like the Gemini in me. We just can't sit still. We can't be like calm and content for two fucking seconds. I'm bored out of my mind. I need to do something to myself. I need to do something. And I'm, and I, and okay, I'm going to share this with you guys. I've never wanted a tattoo in my life and I don't even know if I even want it now, but I'm, you know, the last past week, I have been thinking about it for a long time. I'm really into this evil eye tattoo idea. And um, someone needs to talk me out of it, but I'm really bored. So I need to do something to myself before I get a tattoo, which I don't want to do because it's my last resort. Don't say any more, you guys. Um, what else? Oh, the last thing I want to talk about is the fact that I am a shit show and I'm going to tell you why. So you will see through this week's podcast that I'm, you know, a little ill-prepared. 
It's not going to be very long. Uh, I'm going to do my best to make it entertaining. But I've had a really rough week. You know, I traveled back from Michigan and I've been in a mood. I don't feel well. I started my period. I'm bloated. The Red River's arrived. Um, And my cousin's wedding is on Saturday, tomorrow, because I'm pre-recording this. And I have not been on any kind of diet or even eating healthy. I tried to do a juice cleanse when I came back from Michigan, but God did not want me to do one because I ordered my juices from Cafe Gratitude and instead of coming in bottles, like six bottles, because that's what I ordered, I ordered six juices. Instead of coming in six bottles, I got six 12-ounce plastic cups. He was like, you're not doing a juice cleanse. I drank, literally drank them all in like four hours because they're 12 fucking ounces, waste of my money. And then I was hungry again. I had a Snickers. Um, I had a croissant. Um, I can't stop eating. Also, I can't stop eating sunflower seeds. I'm not sure if that's why I'm bloated. Anyway, I tried on my dress for the wedding and I, I'm bloated and it's, it's orange tangerine color and I look like a fucking tangerine. And I'm going to look like a tangerine tomorrow. I look like a round uh, penguin. I don't know how else to explain it. I did not look hot yesterday when I tried it on. And I'm very nervous because it's my cousin's wedding. It's going to be a big thing. And everything has been a shit show from the point of since two weeks ago. I mean, I haven't got my nails done in two weeks. And I'm not going to get them done for the wedding. My eyelashes are falling off. Uh, I didn't get a fucking spray tan. Uh, my hair appointment canceled on me. I had to scramble to find a, a hair appointment last minute. Shout out to Ani. And I'm just struggling. And I I'm I want to drink. I want to have a drink right now. I sound like the alcoholic. I want to have a drink right now because I need to release all of this. But I can't because then I would be more bloated uh, for tomorrow. So I'm just going to wait and like try to enjoy myself. But I have not been the best version of myself. And I have not been living my best life. And um, I'm not prepared for the wedding. I have literally never been less prepared for anything in my life, maybe except for today's podcast. So there you have it. I'm sorry. I am ashamed. And at this point, I'm going to move on to the talkworthy segment. And if this is your first time listening, I'm so sorry that this is the one you landed on. I promise you, if you just go back in time, just, just go back a couple episodes, it, it, it gets better in the past. It doesn't get better from here. It just goes downhill. <laughs> All right, guys. So we're going to start the talk worthy segment. Again, this is where I pick a few things going on in the media and uh, try to offer a new perspective if there's one to be had. And when I say a few, I mean a very little few uh, this week. So let's start with the debate. I don't know. I didn't watch it. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you did? Yeah. I don't know. I have nothing to say. I told you I was ill-prepared. I'm so irresponsible. I did not watch the debate. I saw a few highlights. You know, there was just too many people on the stage. And I just, the, the, the highlights that I saw, everyone was yelling and talking over each other. And, you know, I, I might, this might be the only time that I agree with Trump in, in which I think he said something along the lines like it was a mess or it was like a shit show because it was. There was too many people on that stage and that's it. I didn't watch it. And I'm sorry. I know I should be more responsible. I, I, I'm going to do my research in the next few months, but really like, I'm not going to have much to say until after the Iowa caucus that happens in February. Cause that's kind of where they figure out who's going to drop out. We have some numbers we have some early numbers. So a lot of candidates drop out after that, um, because they're not going to get any more support or, um, you know, whatever. So I'm going to wait for the Iowa caucus. I'll do my research up until that point. But from what I know so far about all the candidates, I'm still kind of leading with Beto or Beto 
O'Rourke. I should probably learn his name if he's going to run for president and if I keep talking about him. Anyway, I'm running for that guy. Running. I'm running. <laughs> me and him are running. Who are running mates? <laughs> Can you imagine me as the vice president of the United States? <laughs> wow, good luck, planet. Um, I'm supporting him at this point. In the realm of politics, I'm going to talk about one more thing that happened this weekend with Eric Trump. I don't know if it happened last week. I just saw it, so I don't really know when it happened. But basically, uh, he was at a restaurant in Chicago, and a waiter spit on him. You know, look, I have to say this, because if this happened... Some people are laughing, and some people think it's, like, great, because I saw some of these comments. Because, you know, he he deserves it. Obviously, Donald Trump is his father, you know, but that doesn't mean, like, he needs to get spat on. I mean, I don't think people should be spitting on anyone, because if Obama was in the South, and he was eating at a restaurant, and someone walked up to him and spat on him... I think people will be outraged. So I don't think that um, anybody should be laughing. It's not funny. I mean, we don't agree with most things that the Trump family represents. And they are, they do, I mean, the president does say some awful shit. Um, and he has created a culture that is, you know, it's not pleasant for women, for people of color, et cetera. But I will say that, like, you know, we're not talking about someone. We're not talking about Hitler here. You know, we're not talking about spitting on Hitler or, like, a murderer or, like, a rapist. First of all, I don't think it's up to us to be doing that anyway. But we're not – this is not what we're talking about. You know, we're talking about someone who we disagree with who is the son of a president. Like, we don't – we can't spit on people. That shit is not okay, period. But the problem was – he went and he blamed, he, he did an, uh, an interview and he blamed the Democratic Party for this. Look, I, I get it because it's like sometimes when uh, Republicans, like far, far right Republicans behave in a certain way, we are going to go and we're going to blame like the party or the president because like they're creating this culture where people can feel like they can say certain things. Um, But for him to go blame the Democratic Party, I mean, I would say the Democratic Party doesn't usually, like, initiate or have the underlining message of hate in any way, shape, or form, in my opinion. So I think he's reaching, and um, I think he should have just played a victim and just kept his mouth shut and, like, let let it right out and be like, you know, people feel sorry for him. I don't think he needed to say that it's the Democratic Party's fault. Because it wasn't. Like, just because this particular one person didn't agree with what they had to say, they spat on him. That's 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 not the entire... I don't think the Democratic Party sets these types of notions or this kind of message that this is what we should be doing. So, um, yeah. That's all I'm going to say about the politics. Now let me tell you what I did do is watch fucking TV. So, keeping up with the Kardashians... You guys are going to be listening to this on Monday. Um, The second episode would have come out, but I'm pre-recording it. Sorry. So I'm going to talk about the first one that I saw. So we watched the whole Chloe, Jordan, and Tristan thing unravel in this past episode. And, um, you know, it's nothing. We didn't learn anything new. This is most, most of the stuff we've already known from when the media, you know, came out in the media and they responded and they reacted and Chloe had her formal response on Twitter. Um, so we've already seen this and we've already heard, heard about this. But 
there were some interesting things um, in this episode. I do want to say first, people were really offended about Kim's comment when she said that Kylie basically, you know, um, gave Jordan the ability to feed her whole family. I don't know exactly what that means and how Kylie was providing for the family. I don't know if that's true. What we do know is that you know, obviously they were best friends and Kylie gifted her things as the best friend does. And, you know, she promoted her company, her clothing company, Second Nature, and she did the collab with her for Kylie uh, Cosmetics. So I don't know if that's what Kim is referencing. Uh, the other thing that I thought was interesting was that Chloe, after, you know, the day after all this happened, she seemed to... I don't know. She's a very forgiving person. So you kind of see in this episode where she talks about like, I'm trying to ask Jordan what happened. She's not really telling me. Um, I wish she would have just been honest with me. And, you know, I didn't really think about it that way. Like if you sit down and think about uh, if you're one of uh, someone you know who's like a little sister to you or a little cousin or whatever you want to call it, and they did something that hurt you this, you know, like this with your significant other and um, they came there, you know, would you forgive them? And in this case, obviously not because of how everything happened. But Chloe was like, I wish she would have just came to me and been honest with me and just told me straight up, like, this is what happened. I fucked up. I can't believe this happened. Like, I was drunk. I was this. I was that. And, I, you know, I would have been more receptive of it and I would have forgave her. And that makes you think, like, yeah, I, I think that it's definitely you know, the aftermath, not like what you did, but like how, what you do to fix it or how you apologize or how you handle your actions. So I think that that's very important. And I think that's kind of what I learned from this episode is that was what she missed, I would say, uh, what Jordan missed on. And with that being said, Tristan Thompson wished Chloe happy birthday on his Instagram with the whole paragraph. I'm confused. Okay, so Leanne thinks he's on the path of forgiveness, getting, kissing her ass, getting her back. Okay. Do you think that they would get back together? I don't know what Lena's heart is broken because Lena was buying the Chloe and Lamar perfume. So she's, she was on the Chloe train. She's as tall as Chloe. I mean, everything about Chloe she loves. And now she's just doesn't even know who Chloe is anymore. I, she's so butthurt. Chloe, can you please be her friend and tell her what you plan to do in this situation? Another thing I watched is The Hills. It's back. The Hills, New Beginnings. And I thought a lot of people would be like on this and super excited, but I think I'm the only one. I wonder what the ratings are like because I asked everyone if they've seen it and like no one's watched it. Anyway, is it still scripted? Probably. We don't know. Um, but I felt like a kid again. You know, I wanted to give it a try to see how I feel about it. And now Misha Barton is on it, which is like a big deal because she was never on it before. And like she was on the OC and we loved her on the OC. And now we get to see her in like a reality show. So that's exciting. And Justin Bobby is still fucking hot. I mean, this guy, like, does he age? I don't know what he's drinking. I need to drink it too. He's so fine. Uh, Brandon Lee is on it. So Brandon Lee is Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee's son. And he's also hot, but he's 23. So I'm going to stop talking about him. Brody Jenner was really interesting. You know, I'm always like fascinated by like Brody Jenner because you always forget that you don't forget, but it's kind of like he's Kylie Jenner's brother. He's Kim Kardashian's like 
stepbrother. I mean, like, it's just such an interesting family dynamic. And you forget that until you see him now. And he's married. And his wife's name is Caitlyn Jenner. And the weird thing is, it's like they were together before his his dad became... Uh, uh, Caitlyn Jenner, and when he decided to, when Caitlyn Jenner decided to pick a name, he or she, I don't know what the, I don't know what the proper word to use is, but decided to be Caitlyn Jenner with a C. His wife's name is Caitlyn with a K. So there's two Caitlyn Jenners now, and it's very confusing. Um, but he was like calling his wife crazy and like all kind of stuff on the first episode. I thought that was interesting. And Spidey, I mean Heidi and Spencer, they're as bizarre as they can be and at least they have each other I mean if you've never met two people perfectly made for each other this is it like they are perfectly made for each other I don't even know how else to explain it they're probably the epitome of soulmates they are actually one so yeah I think I'm gonna watch it through the season I'm interested I'm like I'm interested to see what happens um, the last thing I'm going to talk about in Talkworthy is I saw this article and it's really sad, guys. Marche Jones, she's 28 years old and she's from Alabama and she is, um, on trial for murder, I guess, um, for the death of her unborn child. So basically what happened is she was pregnant and she got into an altercation with a woman over the father of the child. So I'm assuming it's like the father of the child's girlfriend or something. I don't know. But they got into like an argument. I don't know what happened. None of the articles are really saying like what led to it or how a gun got involved. But the other woman shot her in the stomach and she was six months pregnant and the baby died. So I'm going to read this to, uh, to you guys. At the time, wait, let me see. Oh, here it is. The police initially charged the second woman, Ebony Jemison, with manslaughter and the death of the fetus. That charge was dismissed after the grand jury failed to indict her. At the time, the police said Ms. Jones's involvement and culpability would be presented to a grand jury to determine if she too should be charged. When a five-month pregnant woman initiates a fight and attacks another person, I believe some responsibility lies with her as to any injury to her unborn child. That child is dependent on its mother to try to keep them from harm, and she shouldn't seek out unnecessary physical altercations. So, basically, they are charging her with murder because someone else shot her in the stomach and killed her baby. Look, I understand, like, you're six months pregnant. It doesn't matter how many months pregnant. Why are you picking a fight? Like, you do have your kid to worry about. Like, now you are, like, responsible for another life. I get it. But I don't know how the other woman got the gun. You have to think, this woman is, like, pregnant, probably has hormones. I don't know what, like, emotionally this is the father of the child, they're arguing about him, she probably, she has, probably has high emotions, who knows, but it doesn't give the right for someone else to get a gun and shoot her in the stomach and kill the baby, and then now she's charged with manslaughter over her fetus dying when, I don't, like, how, like, her kid just died, so let me ask you guys this, because this is, this is where it gets tricky, so there, what Alabama is saying, the state of Alabama basically is saying is, because you try to pick a fight and your baby died, you can go to jail for manslaughter. But what if the other woman 
not only killed the baby, but killed her. Now she would have went to she would have went to jail for manslaughter for killing her. So why isn't she going to jail for killing the baby? That doesn't make any sense to me. Lena made a good point. She said, what if the other woman had picked the fight and still, you know, shot the baby with she will go to jail at that point or would it still be the mother who had just lost her child um, because she didn't protect the baby enough? This is a good point. And, uh, you know, how can we really prove who picked the fight? Even if we did, this is such a stupid thing to base this charge on. And I kept reading and I found out, I was doing some research and I found out that there are, let me say this, 38 states that have fetal Fetal homicide laws recognizing the fetus as a victim in case of violence against a pregnant woman, which makes sense. Like if someone is physically assaulting me and kills my baby, like of course, like you just kill my baby, like you basically kill the human. But it's not like I'm killing, it's weird, like I'm not like killing the baby. I don't know, like how are you, how you fail to protect your baby because someone else shot your stomach? It just doesn't make any sense to me. So, um... Thank you. Lena. Oh, Alabama is the new Florida right now. You know how I always say weird shit happens in Florida? Some weird shit's happening in Alabama. And this is like getting worse for women. I mean, really, guys, like, especially women of color. I, I don't know. I've never heard anything like this before. I'm really shocked and appalled. And I hope that, you know, first of all, this woman is okay. And she's like grieving the loss of her unborn child. And now she has to deal with possibly going to jail for it. I mean, it's just so heartbreaking. And I think it's only going to get worse from here. I mean, Alabama passed the regulations against um, abortion. So I don't, I can't imagine what level this is going to get to. So, oh God, sending prayers to her. Uh, I think that's it. And now we're going to move on to the dropping gem segment. And the topic that I want to talk about this week is, I don't really have a title for it. Maybe it'll come to me. But basically, half of the year is over. So where are you at with your goals? First of all, people think June 1st is like half the year. It's not. And it's simple math. Let's do the math. January, February, March, April, May. Like when all of May ends and we start June 1st, that's only five months. The month of June needs to end for us to be halfway through the year. So you're listening to this on July 1st. We are officially six months in halfway through the year. So what have you been doing? This is what I want to ask. This is my question and this is my topic because I, you know, I, I, I wanted to keep track of myself and I wanted to like talk about this because I, this is very personal for me. I wanted to track where I'm at halfway through the year with my goals. And the way that I decided to do that is to kind of look back at my New Year's resolutions, or as I call them, determinations. So if you've been listening since the first episode, you know that we started, you know, the first week in January. And um, I, in that episode, I got and gave you guys my goals for the year of 2019. And I had some small goals and some bigger goals. And I decided to kind of track where I'm at halfway through the year by referencing, referencing those goals. So some of the things that, you know, some of the bigger goals that I talked about was my book club. And that was reading at least five books this year. I talked about this podcast and getting it through 
the entire year. I talked about wanting to be present, more present in all aspects of my life and keeping the planner and like being active with my planner. Then I had some minor goals about like eating and this and that, whatever. So um, let me kind of recap with you guys. Book club. I'm almost done with book three. So I think we have six, we have six more months. So I think I'll be good. Can't say the same for Lena. Lena, where are you with the reading? Oh, she's silent. If you ever want to see Lena not talk because she talks a lot, is ask her what page of the book she's on. She goes into a deep ponder. Anyway, so Lena is not keeping up with the goal for this year for the book club. And I'm very disappointed. Um, anyway, read that. Cool. Two more books to go. I think I can do it. The podcast is still kicking. Uh, we're still here halfway through the year. So that's great. Um, need to work on some things. But you know, we'll do better. And the planner, not so well. So I was really heavily working with my planner. And then I, my dad went to the hospital, I started traveling. So I stopped kind of using my planner. And I need to go back to it because that's kind of where I set my goals for the day and the week. And then I make sure that I get them done. And I check everything off. And unfortunately, I haven't been doing that. And it, it has been affecting how productive I've been. So I'm gonna go back to the planner. Because now we're halfway through the year and I need to regroup. Okay. And the other thing that I haven't been really doing so well is being present. Um, that's going to take a lot out of me because that's just going to, I have to change how, who I am as a person. Like for me to be present in every aspect of my life means that I can't be thinking about all these things that I want to do or like all these ideas I have, right? I'm very creative and it's sporadic and it happens sporadically. And it's because I'm like doing things and thinking about other things. And unfortunately, like if I I have to become a different version of myself or a different person if I really try to be present. And I know I need to do that because it's going to be better for me and I'll be a better version of myself. But um, I don't know if I'm ready to make that change. But one thing I do want to talk about is, you know, a lot of the, like even my podcast, to me, the biggest goal that I had this year was to work on my podcast and grow on my, grow my podcast. And it's been growing and I, you know, we're almost at 40 states of listeners and you know, almost 30 countries. So that's amazing. And I'm so grateful for you guys. And thank you so much for listening. But I, I want this to be bigger. And I want to, um, you know, be more prepared with my topics. And there's just so much that I need to do with this podcast. And to be honest with you, you know, I, I haven't been doing it. And I don't know if a lot of it has to do with um, what's been going on in my personal life with my family and my dad's health and, you know, just traveling and still not getting over that like travel hump. But, um, or if it's just excuses, honestly, I've been feeling a lot of like resistance and I don't, I don't really know. I don't really know where it's coming from. I feel like when you are in a place of purpose and you are working towards that and you're focused and you're, um, motivated, there's always going to be some sort of resistance. And at first, you know, we always say like, oh, it's the devil. Well, resistance is the devil. Like all these negative thoughts, self-doubt, it's the devil. Sure. That's one way to look at it. Um, but I feel like resistance comes in different forms. So self-doubt is one of them. Uh, negative thoughts is one of them. The devil, if you want to call it, sure. But just like the motions of life in general, right? So 
just every day, your, 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 your day job, right? Um, your, I don't know, your family, your health issues, your bills, your this, your that, your fucking period, your allergies. I mean, resistance comes in all shapes and forms and it's being able to recognize what they are. I think my biggest problem is always like, instead of stopping and understanding where I'm at in life and saying, oh, this is just resistance and I can get past this, I'm always like, oh, am I not good enough? Oh, is this not going to happen? Oh, should I be doing something else? I always end up back in that place. And when I look back at the times that I've ended back, when I end up back in that place and when I have these thoughts, it's at moments where I'm not like feeding my soul with uh, the things that I need. So whether that's like listening to uh, certain podcasts or surrounding myself with certain people or going to church, which I haven't been, those are moments where when I feel the resistance, I don't fight it or I don't fight through it. I kind of let it take over me. Um, I don't necessarily let it win, but I let it take over me. That's a big deal. So that's kind of where I'm at now. And, you know, it's just something that I realized halfway through the year. I'm like, I'm feeling that resistance again. And it comes to me very often in my life, a couple times a year. And, um, you know, I, and it's one of those times now. So the way that I'm going to try to fight through this time of resistance and fucking mercury retrograde, because that's also a thing right now, um, is I used to start going back to church. I haven't been in a couple months and I used to watch the service. Like if, even if I didn't go, I used to watch it live or watch it the next day. And I haven't been doing that either. So that's going to be my first step because I, because going to church always puts me in the right mindset. It gets me motivated. Um, so that's how I'm going to fight through my resistance. Um, and if you're listening to this podcast, I want you kind of to look through your list of goals. Maybe you didn't set New Year's resolutions, but maybe you set goals for yourself and you're nowhere near your goals. You haven't checked anything off or you're kind of near, but you feel like the same sense of resistance. Um, I want you to kind of find what feeds your soul first. I would do that. So for me, like I said, it's going to be church. Um, And then I want to say keep your sights on the goal, right? So don't lose sight of the main goal and whatever that means for you. Um, I have been planning on doing this for a while and I still haven't done this, but doing an inspiration board or doing something or having some sort of inspirational note, right, where you can see it every day um, or a list of something, like some sort of list of inspirations. I don't know whether it's on your screensaver or on your phone, but having that constant reminder to just kind of like keep going. And one thing that I saw, um, uh, I saw this post from BidSketch, okay? So it's they did this post on goalkeeping. And I kind of want to read this to you guys because I think this can be really effective and can help you. And I'm going to try to do this as well. So they said, once a month, have a date with yourself to go over your resolutions and see how far you've come and if they're still relevant ask yourself. That's important if they're still relevant because you're not the same person you were six months ago. Maybe your, I don't know, aspirations have changed. Maybe you want to do different things. Maybe you've already accomplished a certain thing and you want to do more. So do a self-check, but ask yourself, what am I trying to achieve? Why am I trying to achieve this? What I have done so far and what should I continue to do? So I really like this from BidSketch. I think that um, these are great questions to ask yourself to just kind of like keep track of your goals, but also like be honest with yourself and figure out like if you're even 
doing what you want to do. And I think that's the best way to get through resistance. Yeah, that's all. That's the topic of this week. And um, I'm excited. We're halfway through the year. I can't even believe it. I feel like it was just New Year's. I feel like we just recorded our first episode. Um, and now we have six more months and then it's New Year's again. That's crazy. Time is flying by. It's really kind of sad. I'm so emotional about my period. I already cried twice today. I don't even know about what. I don't even know what I was crying about earlier today. I want hot Cheetos. I can't eat them because I'm going to be more bloated for the wedding. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please make sure to subscribe, leave a rating and a review on the podcast app, leave a comment and give a thumbs up to this video on YouTube and make sure to follow me on Instagram and Twitter and we will be back next week.